Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I feel that chill. Smell that fresh cut. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan and the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome into the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern with my co-host. He's the Athletic Director at Muskego High School. He is Ryan McMillan. Ryan, how you doing? I'm doing really well this morning. How are you, Mike? Doing good. Hey, uh, 31-7, uh, Muskego win over Menominee Falls. Last game of the year for Muskego. And it seems like every week, Ryan, we'll talk a little bit about, hey, look, it was kind of close, you know, first half. You know, they stayed with us a little bit, and then Muskego seems to wear people down. Um, I think it was 14 nothing and a half, and then Menominee Falls right off the jump scored. Uh, it was 14-7, and... But Muskego kind of took over a little bit from there. Yeah, as you watch the game, the, I think the coolest part about that game was the best players for both teams showed up and showed up in a big way. You had, you know, Hunter Wooler taking the opening kickoff um, back 90-some yards for Muskego. You had Alex Curran doing what he does, scoring touchdowns and popping one late to seal the deal. And then you had the Redding uh, brothers on Menominee Falls. Uh, the one, Evan, took it to the house, 90-some-plus yards for start the second half. So it was really neat to just watch explosive athletes uh, and all of their teammates play really hard and do as best they can. And it just took a little bit for, for both teams to kind of get the jitters out and get some of the penalties out and get back to playing football. And uh, Muskego was able to take care of business. Well, I had a buddy at the game who um you know, at seven at seven oh five or something, 
called and said they uh, Minami Falls tried a squid kick and it went right to uh, Hunter Walden who ran like 95 yards for a touchdown. I go, you gotta be kidding me. He goes, no, it's 10 seconds into the game and Mosquito's up seven nothing. And he said, I'm sure what they're trying to do is probably making sure Hunter Walden didn't get his hands on that kickoff. And he said it went right to him, popped right into his hands, and boom, off he went. So. Man, that's you know not the way you're gonna you want to start the game, and certainly not the way you want to start the half with having you know the 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 writing kid run that thing back. But Muskego 31-7, and I know we've had this conversation before. You know, you wish you were playing one more game for a state championship. Do you feel as though the kids feel like they're state champions with this thing, or is that something that they're not thinking or talking about? Yeah, no, I think uh, I think they've controlled all the controllables. They've played whoever's been put in front of them. And uh, I think the Muskego community in general feels really good about them uh, donning themselves as kind of the champion. And they haven't been beaten in 30-some-plus games. I mean, right. um, it uh, I don't know. They, they kind of look at it as going back to, like, the 1980s when the media got to determine who the state champ was and, um, you know, we're the number one AP ranked team and everyone's saying we're the champs and away we go back to a little bit of college football that way, you know? Yeah, I, I agree. Let me run down today's show. It's, it's kind of all over the place and, and next week will be our last show together for a while. And what we're going to do next uh, week, and we're going to have moms from some of the senior players. We're going to invite a couple of the moms from some of the seniors from, from Muskego, uh, from Anomaly Falls, from a number of, of, of some of the seniors that we've talked to this year. We're going to reach out to the moms because this has been, I just think emotionally, for a mom that, that has been involved with youth football and then high school football, and you don't know this yet, Ryan, but you're going to find it out one day that those high school years go really quick, and you don't, you don't see it coming. You know, you're like, oh, it's senior night and your son's a sophomore or daughter's a sophomore or a freshman. You're like, man, that's a long way away from me. And bang, it's there. So we're going to reach out to some of the moms to just see how they're doing emotionally with this thing ending. The the fact that they got to play a little bit this this year. Um, we'll just do a, a mom's, senior mom's um, uh, show next week and, and we'll have some fun with that. Today's show at 1015, Ray Zuliger, quarterback at yeah, Appleton great. Xavier. He has uh, had a good year. I've known his daddy a long time, and uh, I've known Ray for a while. So we're going to talk to Ray Zuliger, quarterback at Appleton Xavier at 1015. At 1030, Brian Summers, the head coach at University School, will join us. At 1045, we're going to name our uh, UW Accredited Team of the Week, and we're going to have her, the head coach, her on. Um, and I'm looking forward to having Tracy on. We were going away from football for a little bit for our UW Credit Union Team of the Week, and, and I talked with, with her this morning, and she loved this team, and she's excited, and she's a state champion, if that gives you an idea. Um, 11 o'clock, our Superhero of the Week is young lady from Homestead High School. Don't miss that. I, I don't know if you can say super superhero. If you can, uh, that's what I would call this girl. Wait till you wait till you meet her. At 11.30, Patrick Barron, Fastback Physical Therapy. I wanted Patrick to come on, Ryan, because this is a quick turnaround. Now, for kids that are playing basketball, they get done with football. They got to they gotta go quick, and they don't have as much practice time. 
And they're going to be playing here in a couple weeks. So we're going to talk to Patrick about kind of that quick transition, um, what kids need to be careful with, stuff like that. And uh, then you and I will wrap the show up. We've got a lot to talk about um, today, and I'm looking forward to having some of these these guests on. Hey, any of the uh, the scores from Thursday or from last night surprise you? Um, no, not really. I think um, it kind of all held serve, if you will. Um, I was really curious about that Whitefish Bay and uh, Catholic Memorial game last night. It looked like it was a tough nose, grinded out type game, and Bay came on top. And um, Just out of curiosity, I checked some of the little 10 scores out, the old school little 10 a little bit, and that, yep. uh, there was uh, some good football games there as well. And Coach Redders, you could tell he was excited to get the opportunity to, to compete against an old rival in the little 10 and he was able to pull it out as well. Um, so yeah, there's some, uh, there's some good football being played. No doubt. No doubt. Arrowhead getting a win over Bradford 36, 34, man. What a good way. That must've been a heck of a game to be, to, to be at. Um, the, I, the one that, that surprised me a little bit, um, Germantown rolling up on Cedarburg 31, seven and Sussex Hamilton, Roland Homestead, 35-13. That one surprised me a little bit. You know, I know Hamilton got the one seed, but they had, I was just surprised they were able to do that. They scored 14, you know, in the fourth quarter uh, to beat them 35-13. But, you know, Homestead had, did not have the typical Homestead type year. Yeah, no, they, uh, they went through some transition this year. There's no doubt about it. And, um, you know, they got a strong community with a strong tradition, and, and Coach Keels laid a strong foundation there. So, you know, they they will find their way back, I'm sure of that. And uh, I believe Coach Zortman's leading the charge now. And, um, yeah, I think uh, I don't uh, – those who got to get at Homestead this year, they better enjoy it because something tells me it's not going to last too long. <laughs> yeah, you know what? And the people who, who said, okay, this is the year, we better get them. Some of them did get them. The other game that um, I, I know uh, some friends of mine's son plays at Lakeside Lutheran, and they beat Lake Mills during the regular season. Uh, they went for two, or they beat them in overtime, something like that. And they're, the schools are a mile apart. And when you when the when the brackets came out, uh, my friend Monty said, you know, I we, we play Lake Mills all the time. I wish we were playing somebody different. And I said, well, you know what? For your son, who's a senior, the last game of his career would be kind of cool to beat Lake Mills again. Well, they Lakeside Lutheran scored, it looks like. They scored right at the end of the game and uh, went for two and didn't get it. So they lost 21-19. And that had oh, to just be... Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That, they, in fact, the, the last two times they scored, they scored with eight minutes to go, went for two and didn't get it. Then they, were, they went. They scored again. Went for two to tie it with 46 seconds to go, and didn't get it. And that so that part is going to be that's going to be difficult uh, for Ian and that who's a friend of mine again, friend of my son Ian. Um, going to be tough for him to live with for a while. I, I can tell you they, that. And they 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 go at it when Lake Mills and Lakeside Lutheran play. It is you know it's everything you think in a smaller town when two schools town that has two high schools get after it yeah no they're uh you're 110 percent correct about that community and those uh the l cats and i forget what uh 
Lakeside Lutheran is, but they, they do some interesting things and the community rallies around it. And, you know, coach Huber for, uh, Lake Mills, it's, it's not, I'm not surprised to hear that those guys went for two to go get it. Cause that's in his personality. He wants to, uh, put it on himself and put it on his team and give those kids the opportunity, not hope for a win and try and go get it. And they, you know, they came up a little short, but they definitely will learn from it moving forward in the future. Yeah, I agree with that. And and I just, you know, I, I congratulate um, the athletic directors and the coaches and the communities, the players that, that, that got a chance to play. You know, they got a chance to play when I'm not sure everybody thought it could happen. Uh, you did, Ryan. And, and look, if you listen to this show, you know exactly where Ryan stands on this thing. And um, they got a season of football in. Was it exactly what we had hoped for? No. Obviously not. But I'll tell you what, these seniors, I feel pretty good for some of these seniors that they got a chance to play. Um, it looks like for the winter sports, the city of Milwaukee has already shut it down. So, you know, high school football in the city conference did not happen. They're still saying they're going to try to get it going in the spring. But now the winter sports have been shut down. And I feel bad for those kids, Ryan. Oh, there's no doubt. I just – I. I am very concerned about what is connecting those kids and keeping them away from the addictive behaviors that uh, adolescents sometimes find themselves in when they do not have some other driving motivational factor uh, going in their life. And, and sports um, acts as that caveat to connect kids not only in education but to uh, to other peers to learn about uh, folks from other uh, backgrounds, socioeconomically, ethnically, however you want to look at it, um, especially in our kind of divided culture we have right now, sports can can mend a lot of that and and create a great platform for people to get together and learn and and we don't have that right now for some places and some kids and some schools and I just hope uh, I hope those communities and educators are keeping an eye out on those kids and trying to do something else to. Keep them connected, keep them going, keep them motivated, and keep them, uh, as we heard from uh, Dr. McGuire, mentally well, right? Social, emotionally, um, and keep those things moving forward and keep uh, preserve our future, if you will. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, the starting quarterback last few years at Xavier. And you know what? He's had a really good career. And he'll tell you he's a better athlete than his daddy was. I don't know about that. Jim Zuliger was a heck of an athlete to, uh, back in the day, but Ray Zuliger, starting quarterback uh, for Xavier, is going to join us, and I have a bone to pick with him. But we'll do that near the end of the interview with him. But I do have a bone to pick with him, and we'll talk to the quarterback at Appleton Xavier, Ray Zuliger, on the other side of the break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 12:50 a.m. The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM The Fan. I'm Mike McGiver, my co-host, Athletic Director at Muskego High School. He's Ryan McMillan. Ryan, I don't know how much you know about, uh, you know, up in the Valley and Xavier football, but it's a really good high school football program. And their starting quarterback last couple of years has been Ray Zuliger. And uh, he joins us now. Ray, how you doing? Uh, I'm good. How are you? 
Good, man. Thanks for coming on our show. You know, I've known you a long time. I've known your dad a really long time. And and uh, whether he tells you this or not, man, he's really proud of you. And he's proud of the type of football player that uh, that you've become, obviously. Um, I want to say congratulations for having a really fine senior year. This is not what you guys expected as far as, you know, being able to play. And I think you guys thought you had a chance to win a, a state championship with this team, correct? Uh, yeah, we did. So t- did you go into this year, Ray, knowing that you guys were going to be uh, really pretty uh, pretty talented? Did, was it a good senior class coming back or what? Uh, yeah, it was. I mean, we worked really hard in the off season, but as juniors, we started, I think, 16 or 17 juniors. So to bring that class back for a senior year is just really impressive and is a really great start to your year. So hey, we so, thought going in that we were going to have a great chance to make a deep run in the playoffs. Hey, Ryan, when I'm looking at the stats um, from Xavier football for this year, Zuliger threw for 11 touchdowns and ran for 19. You know, he's the kind of kid I'd, I maybe I have to pick him up in my fantasy football draft or something because the kid's scoring a lot of touchdowns when you're throwing 11 and you're running for 19. He's got the ball in his hands quite a bit, making good decisions. Uh, yeah, I mean, we switched our offense this year to run a little bit more, and that just gave me more opportunities with the ball in my hands. Man, I, I, that uh, those are impressive. Obviously, that offensive line – uh, that, that you had protected you did a pretty nice job. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we brought back uh, like three to kind of four starters because a couple kids started a couple games on the line. So it was between three and four. But they, were, they got a lot bigger, a lot stronger in the off season, And it really protected me well this year and created huge running holes for our guys. Hey, so, you know, I, I, look, we could talk about – the, the New London game or the Shawano game, uh, you guys won. You guys are 8-1. You won every game um, other than the West DePere game. And I talked to a number of people about that game, and they said, look, West DePere had to take a couple of, of weeks off, um, so they got to kind of hang out and watch us play a little bit. And, and no excuses. No excuses. We, you know, we should have beat them or should have played a little bit better to beat them. But they had a couple of weeks to break down everything that we were doing. If you had a chance to play one more game this year, uh, would you have liked to play that one over? Out of all the games, it definitely would have been that one to play over. I mean, we did some things wrong. We weren't perfect. Uh, Field was obviously super sloppy and slippery, so that didn't help us. But it was the same for them, obviously. But uh, I just think having one game of them on film and them having like three or four of ours helped them a great deal because yeah. we only got to see what they did against one team who ran spread offense, nothing like us. So, Hey, the, the fact that, Hey, um, Ryan, are you still with us? Ryan McMillan? Yeah, Mike, I'm here. Okay. Hey, Ryan, when, when you have a kid like Ray Zuliger that, um, is his, look, his, his numbers speak for themselves, but he's over 50, you know, 60% as far as, um, his past completions, I think he, he threw 11 uh, touchdowns and had one or two picks, and he's run for 19. As, as a defensive coach, that you got to pick your poison, I guess, playing against a team like that, right? Oh, without a doubt. It, 
obviously his coaches have done a great job of putting the ball in his hand. And I think as an opposing coach, uh, setting your defensive plan is, is who, you know, what, what are his strengths? What potentially might be his lesser strengths? Cause I'm not going to say weaknesses cause it doesn't sound like there's a whole lot of those, but what are his lesser strengths? And, you know, if it's forcing him to have to get in a throw situation or certain things like that, um, you try to win that situational battle in football. Cause you, you know, you're probably not going to be able to take the ball out of his hands. He's going to get his touches, but who else around him can, can you take away and what can you force his game into being? Um, where he might be really, really strong in another area as a defensive coach. We're talking to Ray Zuliger, the starting quarterback for Appleton Xavier. Ray, you had said that they, you guys changed your offense a little bit. I know that um, you didn't have as many throws. Uh, obviously, this year Xavier for for a while now has been, you know, spread them out and throw it all over the the the, the field. But do you think that they made that change because of your feet? Because you can. Uh, uh, you can run. You certainly run way better than your daddy did, right? I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah, I do. But um, uh, we made the change because of the personnel we had. Uh, not just me. I could do this system, but the guys around me. We had a really good old line coming back. We had a really big, strong fullback to run up the middle, and then we had a bunch of like guys who are super physical and can hit blocks on the outside and make blocks for us. So yeah. it was just one of the reasons we switched. And it was also to keep the ball in our hands longer. So the defense would be on the field less because in prior years, they were on the field too much of the game. Hey, and, did, did, hey Ray, did yeah. I see that you played some defense this year? You played a, you played some D this year, right? Uh, I did in a couple of games. I played on third and longs in the majority of games, but I played the whole game against Kohler, Sheboygan, Lutheran at safety. Well, I'm glad you brought that one up, Ray, because I got a bone to pick with you. <laughs> I have a hey, Ray. I've got a nephew that plays on that team. All right, number th- number thirty three. His name is Jalen Paul. He is uh, he is uh, a close nephew of mine, and he's been in the fetal position, like crying, never going to play football again since you ran past him and gave him that little wave that you did running down the field, and, and I'm wondering why you did that to my, my, my boy, my nephew. <laughs> um, they were talking a little bit. They were doing a little. They tackled me earlier in the game and kind of held me down at the bottom of the pile. It was just like whatever, but that kind of just happened in the moment. I made a cutback, and it kind of just happened. Yeah, I think he's got to have ankle surgery, by the way, after that, because you kind of almost put him on his backside, and – when you ran by, you kind of did that little Aaron Jones, see you later. And, hey, Ray, I have no nephews on that team. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I saw that tape, and I thought, well, we might as well have a little fun with this thing. Because, look, I know you boys at Xavier. I've, I've coached against the Xavier boys enough in basketball to know that, they look, if you don't start talking, they won't start talking. But if you start talking, you guys don't mind giving it back a little bit. And... When you ran past that poor number 33 from that team, I uh, I kind of felt I almost felt a little bad for him. So I wanted to know why you know why you did that. And now that I know they held you down and put your your uh, your face mask in the in the mud a little bit, now I get it. Now I get it. Tell you they were putting up a lot of points, man. They were scoring a ton, and a lot of people were talking about that team. But 
Man, you guys, uh, you guys played against them pretty well. Uh, yeah, we did. Our D line really got after it. That's what the difference was in the game. Their quarterback did not have much time to throw. I think we had like seven sacks or something in the game, which is a crazy amount in a high school game. But our D line really showed up for us that night. I had you. We go- hey, Ray, I had you going with the nephew thing, didn't I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> I should have kept it going. Hey, Ryan, let me tell you when. You know, they're playing against Kohler, Sheboygan, Lutheran, Christian. And they're, here, this is the amount of points that these guys put up in their wins. 50, 46, 51, 51, 48, 50. And then they go against Xavier, and Xavier holds them to 20. And, you know, when when the starting quarterback for Xavier, when they're talking to him, and he, you know, he breaks one off near the end, he, uh, he did give this guy a little bit of one of those uh, – those waves were okay. I'm going to the end zone, and you, you're not going to be able to catch me. And uh, I saw the video on that thing and started laughing, thinking I better give Zuliger a little, just a little smack for that, because that's not really what Xavier does a whole lot. That's good gamesmanship right there, Mike. It's kids yeah. having fun and uh, <laughs> playing ball. We we had a little bit of that with the Redding brothers and Wooler and our guys on Friday night too, and those kids were having fun with each other and. Uh, they're great sports at the end, which I'm sure these guys were too, and it's yeah. all good. No, no doubt. Ray Zuliger, I, I will see you coming up this winter because I understand that you're, the basketball boys are coming down to, to, to play against you know, uh, Greendale Martin Luther, where I used to coach, and, and that should be a pretty good game, and I'll come over and say hello. But I, I really needed to have you on this show to say congratulations. What a, what a great high school career that you've had at Appleton Xavier, and and I congratulate you and those other seniors, Ray. Uh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, you bet. That's uh, Ray Zuliger, and again, I had him going. I have no nephews on that Kohler team, but that was an uh, awfully good play that he had. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Brian Summers, head football coach at University School, will join us. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local Pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, co-host Ryan McMillan, athletic director at Muskego, Hey, Ryan, uh, Ray Zuliger, a quarterback at, up at Appleton Xavier, is uh, a kid that, uh, if, if you knew him, he commands the huddle. And his dad, for years, has told me how much this kid understands the game. Jim was a quarterback at Xavier. He's on the coaching staff at Xavier. And the kid's been around football, you know, his whole life. And the kid just really understands the ins and outs of, of how to play quarterback and all the positions on where people are supposed to go on every play. He just gets it. And uh, they're going to miss him at quarterback at, up at Xavier for sure. Yeah, anytime you miss a senior that has the intangibles along with the physical gifts, um, it's going to be tough to replace. And uh, it sounds like he's a great one. And he's obviously averaging multiple touchdowns in every game he's played this year. And um, seems to be a very special player. And I think they're thankful that they got him when they, for as long as they've had him. And now it's uh, now they got to turn the page and find an answer for the future. Hey, Ryan, you know what's funny is he uh, he went to Kimberly as a freshman. 
and I, Jim Zuliger is a big Appleton Xavier guy on the coaching staff, and he said, look, it's I left the decision up for him, and he played in the youth Kimberly basketball program and football program and went to Kimberly as a freshman and decided he that Xavier was the place for him, and so he went over there um, the beginning, the end of his freshman year, beginning of his sophomore year, so he's eligible to play, and he is basketball and, and, and football kid that's done a lot for, for that school. So it, it was good to talk to, to Ray Zuliger. Our next guest, head football coach at university school. I haven't talked to him for a bit. So I reached out to him this morning and said, hey, can we get a couple of minutes? And Brian Summers is with us. Hey, coach, how you doing? Good morning, guys. How are you? I, I, we're doing good. We're doing awesome. good. That was a good win Thursday night, 30-28 against St. Catharines. Yeah, uh, you know, we looked at that as, uh, you know, our version of the state championship, just like a lot of other teams in the state uh, on Thursday and, and, and yesterday. And uh, they're a blue blood, and uh, we're still trying to get there. So we have a ton of respect for Coach Miller and those guys, and our kids played their tails off. Boy, that's that's great. Hey, um, you know, what a difficult time that we're in. And as, as a high school football coach at university school, you know, you didn't probably didn't know until – you know, uh, almost the end of September, if you were going to get some games in, you started with a loss against Lake Country Lutheran and didn't lose again uh, the rest of the season with wins against Shoreland Lutheran and Edgewood and St. Francis and then Racine St. Catharines. Um, but it had to be difficult for you on a day-to-day basis trying to figure out if you guys were going to play or not, correct? Yeah, it was. And a, a, a lot of big shout-out to our administration for just great communication and trust in what we were going to do. Um, and our senior leaders were, were like, hey, we're going to go practice on our own. We're going to figure this out, and hopefully we'll get to play, and, and uh, we we're fortunate enough to get some games. Boy, Ted, let's talk about the, this team. Brian, did you have an idea that you guys were going to be pretty talented this year? Is it a senior-laden class, older class, or is it a team that surprised you a little bit? Uh, there, there's 10 seniors. was pretty big for us, um, and, and most of the 10 made it through all, all the games. I had an inkling that we were going to be pretty special or at least had the potential to be that way when they got together in August and, you know, we didn't know what was going on, but they just, they just did their own captain's practices. And it was some young guys, some old guys and, and the leadership skills that they developed uh, and the love they have for each other. Uh, we, we kind of had an idea when we might be able to, to, to get a couple extra W's. Hey, talk, talk a little bit about C.J. Boyd. You know, we just talked about uh, this quarterback up at Appleton, Xavier, a kid who threw uh, for a bunch of yards and 11 touchdowns, ran for 19. Uh, C.J. Boyd was kind of that kid for you guys. Yeah, uh, my favorite thing about C.J. is he's a great person, first of all. Um, but just unbelievable talent. Uh, had had a knee injury a little bit last year, which sidelined him for part of the season. Um, great leader. Kids love him. Uh, you know, he's the kind of kid that'll go down to our lower school and read a story to a, you know, a, a, a six or seven year old, um, and, and says hi to the middle school kids in the hallway. Um, so he's got high character and then he's got a lot of God given talent and he can run and he's tough. And, uh, we definitely, um, used a lot of him on, uh, in our 30 plays on, uh, on, on Thursday. Well, I'll tell you what, offensively and defensively, cause he led you guys in tackles and, uh, what positions does he play on defense? He, we we played him uh, as a, like a hybrid middle linebacker. Um, I think Air Force wants him as a, a strong safety, and that's definitely what he's going to project it. 
when he plays on Saturdays. But um, yeah, he's all over the place, and and he he like Ray, he just he's a senior who gets it. He's a student of the game, uh, and he's got that talent and and, and leadership. And he, we just we just rode him uh, to a great season. Hey Ryan, uh, you know you don't hear. A- um, too many kids that the coach says, look, he's our starting quarterback and he's our hybrid, basically our middle linebacker. Yeah, you got to be a tough kid to play quarterback and middle linebacker. Absolutely. I love it. It uh, takes us back a few decades when your best kids just played all over the place and nobody thought twice about it. Now the way the game's evolved, um, everyone's trying to get to that two platoon type piece. If you can, even the small schools are trying to get there, but uh you got a special player. You got to let him uh, let him roam and, and use him and show his talents and and highlight everything that he can do for you. If the kid's tough enough, uh, kudos to coach for getting it done and letting him uh, be the best player he can be. Yeah, I I agree. Hey Brian, that had to be fun for for him. You know, I remember when Zach Bond was at Brown Deer and we had Coach Green on, and I said, Coach, I'm trying to figure out where this kid plays. And he goes, man, he plays wherever we need him. We, if we need a sack, we put him at defensive end. If it's third and long, we put him at safety. If we need, you know, we need one down or one yard for a first down, we put him at fullback. We, we put him, we'll split him out if we're third and long and just throw it up to him, let him go get it. And he said, look, he did, from play to play, we don't know where he's going to play. He doesn't know where he's going to play, depending on what, what we need at that point. But he goes, look, Mike, he's the best athlete I've ever coached. And he's as yeah. tough a kid as we're, you know, similar to what you're saying about this kid. And all the kids love him. Nobody's jealous about what all the success he's having because we're, he's carrying us on his back. And we're getting a lot of wins because of this kid. And it, it sounds very similar to C.J. Boyd. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I told him he was a sub on kick return this week, and he, he like was so excited. I'm like, you're probably not going to get out there, but just in case. Um, and it, you know, late in the game, when when we we kind of had the 30 to 14 lead, and it started to tick away, uh, CJ, of course, hey, I'm going to play safety. Find me another middle linebacker, uh, and that's where we put him. And uh, we're fortunate enough to make this tackle and uh, pull out the win. <laughs> Man, I love that. Hey, let's talk about a couple other players on this team that, you know, you're really going to miss and, and some of the seniors, if we can coach with it, just got a couple minutes left in this segment. But, you know, you always you always hate saying goodbye to good seniors. Yeah, uh, I, I guess I'll start with the captains. Um, Jimmy Fox and uh, number seven and, and Stefan Easley, just great character kids. Every one of my seniors um, to, to be a, to be selected as a captain out of this group is, is quite the endeavor. Um, I, we have really smart old linemen and really talented D linemen. And, and um, I mean, I, I can list them all. Sandra Reed, John Walters, uh, Dorian Jones, Porter Wester, Logan Ratchick, Nico Potter, Israel Powell, all those guys helped contribute to uh, this, this cultural shift we've had over the you know last eight, nine years where we've been able to make the playoffs and start to do some things. And, you know, my school's never won a WIA regional championship until Thursday. So these guys were juiced and excited, and I couldn't be more happy for them. Man, Brian, that's awesome. Hey, I really appreciate your time. I, I miss talking to you. Um, let me know if maybe I can buy a cup of coffee one day. We'll head out and and we'll social distance. We'll wear a mask if you need to. I, you know, I'm going to take it down when I'm drinking the coffee. But um, I, I do. And congratulations and thank you so much for coming on the show and say hi to everybody for me. 
Absolutely. Thanks, Mike. And Ryan, keep things rolling down there. You guys are doing a great job. Thanks, Coach. Good luck to you. All right. Hey, hey guys, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, um, we're going to talk to our UW Credit Union team of the week. And uh, Trace is going to join us. We're, we're getting away from football for a minute. And we're going to talk some girls volleyball that give you a hint on who our UW Credit Union team of the week coming up next. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM. The Fan. What team stood out from the rest? What team took their game to another level on the field, court, or in their community? Because these are my streets. Let's find out who is this week's UW Credit Union Team of the Week. UW Credit Union, for secure mobile banking that's easy to use. Join UW Credit Union. So I have to tell you, this one was fairly easy for me, and I'll tell you why. First time in school since 1981 at Sussex-Hamilton's their state championship, and the first ever in girls' sports and female sports in the history of Sussex-Hamilton is this year's girls' volleyball team. And Tracy Burr, the head coach, congratulations on being our UW Credit Union Team of the Week. Thank you so much. Yeah, we don't get out. We we don't change off of footballs too often on this uh, show, Tracy. And uh, I I really appreciate your willingness to come on and talk a little bit about this journey. And that's what it is. You know, to win a state championship is phenomenal. But as you look through this journey, when you guys started, first of all, I'm so happy that that you got a chance to play. Did you have an idea that this team had the kind of moxie and the kind of talent? to win a state championship? Yeah, we did. We started talking in the summer. Um, and the one thing that the girls kept saying was they just want to be given the chance and the opportunity to prove to everyone else that, that they could be the top team in states. And um, for a team like ours who has never even been really ranked in the top five, um, they really wanted to be able to prove that to themselves and to everyone else. So, just for WIAA giving us the opportunity, we are so thankful. Hey, talk a little bit about about this team, um, Coach. Did most of these girls play in the youth program? Is it a team? Look, as as a coach, and I think Ryan will agree. And we've had this discussion. If if a team wins a lot, but the girls all go their own separate ways and really don't like each other, or on the boys' side, the same thing. If you win a lot, but the boys are fighting all the time. Or if, if you don't win much, but the kids really like each other, it's not so hard then. But that's those right. special teams where, where the girls all really do enjoy each other. Coaches, you know, are having a fun time with this group and they get a lot of wins. Those special groups don't come along that often. Was this one of those? That was absolutely one of those. Um, we have seven seniors who have played together since seventh grade and you could really feel that love for each other when you watch them play. Um, and their bond between each other really trickled into our entire team. And everyone just had the same goal, the same mindset, and they had fun. They really enjoyed every practice, every game, just being with each other almost more than the competition sometimes. Boy, that that is awesome. I hey Ryan, and we again, you and I have had this discussion that those that that those groups don't come along very often. 
But when they do, man, as coaches, we, we really have to enjoy those years with those teams that just really, they love each other and hang out and uh, will certainly go to, go to bat and go to war for their teammates. For sure. And, and this, this group has really set the standard for, you know, the next couple of years for our program, too, because um, that bond that they helped create, like I said, that's going on to the juniors and sophomores and freshmen, having a group like that to look up to. They know that's going to be the expectation going forward to put the team first. Hey, Ryan, same question back to you, Ryan McMillan. Yeah, no, you can tell. Um, you know, the coolest part about this segment, Mike, is listening to Coach talk is you can tell that she she knew this was kind of coming, and it sounded like these girls and the staff and the school really embraced this opportunity and the experience and I totally agree with you. You just got to be stay in the moment. Uh, the girls will respond. And as both of you know, and a lot of our coaches that are listeners know, when you get those special groups with the cohesion and the, the love for each other, the wins take care of themselves because of that bond and that uh, drive to, to keep moving forward and, and put in the work. And they don't look at it as work. They look at it as fun because they get to spend time with each other. And that's, uh, that's very cool to hear about the Sussex Hamilton girls volleyball team. Hey, we reading an article um, that that uh, Kurt Hogg wrote uh, for the Journal Sentinel. I loved his first paragraph. It says Sussex Hamilton was scrappy and hungry, but it wasn't young. The Chargers were experienced and unflappable. And Saturday night, it won them a state championship. So when the writer is saying, "Look, this this group unflappable." You know, when when things get get really difficult and it's really hard, and man, both of you guys know this. It's really hard to win a state championship. Uh, you know, so many things can go wrong, and when you have an experienced team, uh, the way that you did, Tracy, and, and they call them unflappable, you, you you get down a couple of points, you feel pretty good that they're not going to just you know shrivel up and go away. They're going to fight a little bit harder. For sure. I mean, that's was shown in our state final game. We played a very deep and talented Burlington team who has seven years in a row of experience of being at state. And in the third set, we were down. Um, we were down 18 to 10, and then oh. we were down 22 to 16 in a game that goes to 25. And I've just said the same thing all year. These girls on the court, they're cool, calm, and collected. They're composed. They don't play with a ton of emotional highs and lows. They just are driven. And even in those moments, they just took it one play at a time and believed in each other. And that when you know someone right next to you has your back, you know, every point you can, you can come back in a, in a big deficit like that. Hey, because you guys won that, that last uh, game, 25-20. It was, what was it, 18 to what? Yeah, we were down 18 to 10 wow. in the third. That was in the third set. And then okay. we were still down 22 to 16. And then we came back to win 25-23. 25-23. Man, oh, man. Against a, a Berlin team that had not been beat this year, if I'm right. reading that correctly. Yeah. Boy, yeah, you got to just – you got to feel so good. How exhausted were you the next day? Tracy, you got to be exhausted, uh, right? No, I say I, I was exhausted Monday or Tuesday. I think the – from winning and the celebration and just the community 
excitement. It lasted a couple of days, and then I, I might have slept for 24 hours on Monday. <laughs> you know, I love the fact that UW Credit Union allows Ryan and I uh, to do this and to name a team of the week. And then and at times be able to get the coach to come on and just talk about the experience of, you know, of the win. You're the first, I think, state champion that we've had on the air, at least recently that I can remember. And to hear the excitement still in your voice, I, you know, Trace, that's the reason we do this. It's not like you're getting paid $1.4 million to, to, to coach this volleyball team. You know, you spend a lot of time and sweat equity in not only the high school program, but that youth program that you and I have had conversations about. Um, to be able to get a state championship, I think, is, is just wonderful. And the fact that you, you, the, one of the first things you talked about was, look, these younger girls now, you know, they, they know what it takes. And, and they'll get after it. And we should be pretty good again next year. Winning does breed winning, doesn't it? It sure does. We look forward to coming out and handing you that that trophy, the UW Credit Union Team of the Week. The girls' volleyball team. Yes, go ahead. I said my team is so excited, and we're so honored that we are. You said you normally do football teams, or not a lot of volleyball, so this is very exciting for us. Yeah, we do not. We do not. We did the girls' swim team at at Muskego because they really did well, but this girls' volleyball team is a state champion, and the fact that you haven't gotten your trophy yet. We'll come out and we'll give you, we're going to give you, it's not, look, I'm sorry, UW Credit Union, but I'm going to tell the truth. It's not as nice as that gold volleyball you're going to get, but it's a really nice trophy. And Chris Kavadovic, who's our sales rep for UW Credit Union, comes out, does a great job, gets good pictures. And uh, UW Credit Union loves giving back to this community, and they love to be able to to celebrate with teams like, like the girls' volleyball team at Sussex Hamilton. Tracy, congratulations to you, your staff, your players, the whole school, your community, the parents. They just must have just enjoyed this ride in a time when, you know, not we can't enjoy much right now. But to enjoy being part of that team, it just had to be incredible. Yes, it was very much. The community was incredible for us. Tracy Burr, I look forward to I'm going to try to get out there on, on Wednesday. I believe you guys are meeting. And if I'm available, I'll come out and uh, and I'll hang out with you a little bit. And we'll get some pictures of you of the team and that trophy. So congratulations. UW Credit Union Team of the Week, the girls volleyball state champion. I'm sorry, the state champion girls volleyball team from Sussex Hamilton. Tracy, have, uh, have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. Thanks so much. You got it. That's Tracy Burr. Hey, Ryan, I love talking to to coaches on this show that we get a chance to name our UW Credit Union Team of the Week because of the excitement that they feel for their team. And, you know, we all know how hard it is to to get wins, and it's just a difficult thing to do. And when you get some and and get to come on the radio and have us just say, boy, proud of your team, um, it's pretty cool. And I thank our friends at UW Credit Union allowing us to do this. Yeah, and you said it earlier in the segment, winning a state title um, is so hard, so, so hard. And it's it's awesome to know that you have uh, sponsors that will back you up to give us an opportunity to, to give these girls a little bit more uh, publicity and notoriety than they may have, may have gotten in a normal year, you know, especially now that we're in a pandemic. And um, kudos to them again. Kudos to UW Credit Union for helping us out with this. And uh very happy for these young ladies. Yeah, me, you and me both. Speaking of uh, 
of companies that allow us to do things we like. Uh, Kern Electric Superhero of the Week. And, and I'm telling you, these, every one of these young adults that we've had on for this segment have been incredible. Alana, the next girl that's coming on from, from Homestead, um, you're going to want to stick around and, 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 and listen to the things that she has done. She's 17 years old, Ryan, and she started two companies already. That's two. awesome. Yeah. At, seven, at 17, I didn't know where my socks were. I had no idea. And this, uh, wait, stick around. Our, our uh, current electric superhero of the week will be next. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaching Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.